David X, how are you? Great, great. I have uh, good news and bad news. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, so this is like the uh, first, well, this is the second week in the last like eight weeks I haven't been on an airplane. Um, yeah, which is great. So that's good news. And so the bad news is that, remember that uh, Beria book that I was reading, the library book? Yeah, I do. Yeah, left it in an airplane. Oh, no. back. Yeah, oh, so no. I gotta I gotta fess up with the library and come clean with them, and it's it's been weighing on my conscience, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I've been calling American Airlines, filed a claim, did everything by the book, but it's like eh, no pun intended, but um, yeah, that's how it goes. Well, maybe if you're lucky, you'll get one of those. Uh, you maybe your library will get one of those uh, no fine libraries, right? You know, the uh, so oh, libraries yeah. are not trending what... towards the uh, not not charging mm -hmm. overdue charges anymore. Yeah, no, that's that's we are that way now. Oh, um, I see. Okay. It, yeah, the I believe it, I haven't seen one in a while, and it's sort of like you could sign the book out until somebody else reserves it, hmm. and that's how they catch you. So, what are the <laughs> odds of somebody signing out the, a biography of of uh, Beria from like 1982 or something? Yeah, unlikely. No, unlikely. Yeah, yeah. But it still weighs on my conscience. So. I can understand that. I can understand that. And I'm also like a completeness kind of guy too. You know, it's like I, I just want to put it behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You don't want to. You don't want any messy loose ends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I'm sorry you lost the book. That's too bad. That's yeah, all right. Who knows? And maybe I got it like a Kindle for Christmas and as a gift. Um. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um. So speaking of Christmas, I I neg in the last show I neglected to talk about one of my favorite uh, Christmas gifts. Uh, which was I had asked uh, the family to, for uh, Soren wanted a uh, walkie talkies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I don't think I ever had walkie talkies when I was a kid, um, but Holy cow, they are fun and super useful. Mm -hmm. First thing I didn't realize it's, is yeah. the walkie talkies. The range is like two miles. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we had them like I had them growing up, like the big ones, like 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 Vietnam era, you know, <laughs> right. giant. You know, it's it's like the size of like a cordless phone, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. walkie-talkie, and it was like the metal antenna that it's like you would like bend it and it would snap, and I would just cry, and it was terrible. Uh, yeah, and uh, but yeah, it was like before you know cell phones were like really taken off, and mm -hmm. you know minutes were expensive, and roaming was like unheard of. Um, yeah, we did. It was it was FRS radios, uh, family radio service radios, hmm. which have that crazy range. And it's it's palm size. You put like three AA batteries in it. And um, so my wife and I would use it uh, when we went to Disney. And right. so, you know, so I would run ahead to get in line for the next ride. And then she would have my daughter in the in the stroller and, you know, catch up with us. And, you know, so we had our whole strategy planned out and go, go, go. You know, so it was <laughs> So relaxing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's been great even for um, walking the dog where, you know, Soren is he's almost six. And so he, he wants to run ahead and go explore mm -hmm. in the woods and things like that. And um, arming him with a walkie talkie. And um, uh, once we finally came to an agreement on what channel we were going to stay mm -hmm. on, which was, okay. you know, the thing's got buttons. But of course, those buttons yeah. are going to get pressed. And so uh, he was pretty good at figuring out how to change the channel without telling me which channel he was on. Um, mm -hmm. but once we got through that, 
and I figured out how to lock the keypad. Um, mm. Now these are great, and I really like. Uh, you mentioned the the AAA battery or AA batteries. I was worried about um, having another source of, you know, battery worry, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I actually found a pair that uh, they charge on a on a regular old micro USB. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. which is great. So wow. now they're fully integrated into our charging rituals, and uh, yeah, so f- strongly recommend USB chargeable uh, walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I can imagine though is is like a parent, um, you know, in this day and age where you know it's like you you don't want to let him out of out of your sight uh, mm-hmm. when you're walking a dog or the whatever. But you know there is going to be a point when it's like yeah, you got to let him go around the corner and not you know you can't have a fit about it. And this is a way to sort of lengthen that leash. Yes, that's right. And he enjoys it because he gets to yeah. he gets to we're playing with the you know ten four and uh, what's your twenty yeah. you know stuff like that. Yeah. So. He, he's he's super into getting a code language uh, oh, together, yeah. and so that's fun. He goes up in the treehouse, and he can stay in touch with me and do his own thing up there while I'm making dinner or whatever. It's a uh, yeah, it's oh, great. It's great. That's great. Yeah, cheaper uh, than an iPhone too, for sure. I feel like I may have I may have bought myself a few years on the on the iPhone demands with this. Uh, yeah, or this, or or accelerated it, or accelerated it. I guess time will tell. Yeah, that's right. Um. And now, uh, and I also have some big news in um, mm-hmm. in a in the fizzy water department, uh, mm-hmm. or as a Soren and I call it, Bublevatten. So the bubbly water, uh, we've been using this uh, penguin um, bubbly water machine for about ten years, and it was starting to look a little run down. Penguins, you know, the beak fell off, the eye fell out, things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, so I decided to upgrade, and I got and I and I can I'm here to strongly recommend the uh, Soda Stream. Uh, I think it's called the Fizzy, and it's like a okay. one touch machine. You plug it in, and you put the gas canister in there, and you hit, mm-hmm. yeah, you tell it uh, one bubble, two bubbles, or three bubbles, depending on how fizzy you want the water. And mm-hmm. uh, the bottle is transparent, and so you can watch the gas get injected into the water, which is delightful. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it just it 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 is completely transformed my water experience at home. It's great. Hmm. And do you, do you like flavor it at all, or are you just like carbonated water? Soren very much enjoys. He's experimenting with uh, mixing juices, um, different kinds of like putting emergency in there and emergency, and maybe we will put a little fruit punch mm-hmm. in there. He he likes flavoring the water. I I'm just straight up. I just like the bubbles. I think they they feel no. fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never I never got into that whole lifestyle of uh, you know I'm just like it's either flat water from the refrigerator or. Um, can sodas or whatever, but is it, but I can imagine it's just like the, the impact of dragging around cans of soda and it's, it's much more efficient, yes. but do they lock you into, is it like a K cup sort of like proprietary canister thing or, or how does, how do they get you? Uh, yeah, no, there's a, uh, uh, there is a, there's a, there's a canister exchange service, which I guess if you're okay. trafficking in, in, in carbon dioxide canisters, you, you really, you got to solve this problem somehow. So I don't think like, it's not a K cup lock in kind of thing, but um, there is a canister. I'm sure you can get it from many different vendors and, uh, they do a little swap thing where you order a new one and then you just put the old canister in the, in the box and send it back. Uh, um, and they, yeah. uh, you know, they have a subscription service, of course. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, no, it's great. It's, uh, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Mm. I really, I really Interesting. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, nice. and then, uh, the third recommendation I had, uh, for this week is, um, uh, well, Signal. Our, mm-hmm. our beloved uh, secure messaging application. Um, 
I've got, I kind of dipped into signal several times in my life. You know, I've tried to make the mm-hmm. full transition. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, of course you have network effects, which makes it difficult. You, like mm-hmm. you kind of got to have everybody using it in order for it to like really pay off. Um, yeah. but, uh, ever since, uh, the WhatsApp guy whose name escapes me left Marley Moxon Spike or, uh, or no, Moxie, Mo- Moxie Marlin Spike still runs the project, but, uh, he, uh, he recently got a $50 million investment from a former head of uh, WhatsApp who you'll remember left Facebook right. in a huff. Right. And uh, he's put that $50 million into a, a foundation for Signal, and it's m- mostly around uh, uh, making sure that it is more usable or as featureful as you know iMessage or, or the Android messaging applications. So they yes. have stuff like stickers work, um, yes. attachments work, all that stuff. And uh, there's, a, there's an article that I'll include in the show notes um, that goes into a little more detail on it, but that stuff is actually really hard to do while still maintaining the security promise. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it also, I mean, the easier they make it, I mean, then it's going to, like, you you won't be going or hosting any, like, key signing parties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I don't need any more key signing parties in my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, if you have not visited with Signal as an application in a long time, uh, definitely check it out. It's uh, it is especially if you know how hard it, this is to do by hand. Like if you've ever been to a key signing party, you can yeah. uh, you will definitely appreciate the uh, the, fin- the the sp- the polish and the finish on a uh, on Signal. They've done a great job. Yep. 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 Awesome. Yeah. And do you is it your default SMS app now? Um. Well, again, I got a network effect problem, right? Um, right. But, uh, but you could, I think you could set it that way that you could do, like it has, it gives you the option. Yeah. And you, you could do that at yeah. one time. I don't think that you can do that on iOS. Oh, um, okay. But yeah. I think on Android. Sort of like your web browser. Yeah. 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 I think you may be able to do that. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I and use it when I can. I use it when I can. Right. And, and the other thing is that it, does it work on like your iPad and everything else too? And it's all integrated. Yes, it does do that, which is great. Oh, it does. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I thought that was a problem too, that it's like, Oh, I lost my phone and, or it's like, I'm, I'm upgrading phones. So I need to download my database and reupload it or whatever. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how they do, how they do the syncing between the devices. Um, yeah, but it does work and I do trust <laughs> them. So magic, magic. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, military grade cryptography. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Writ- written by Navy SEALs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So yeah, if any, if you have if you have not downloaded a signal lately, uh, you should do so because uh, yeah, it is a... and, and send you a message. Yeah, send me a message. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, what do we got in the show today, Dave? Yeah. Uh, so let's see. We're going to be talking about uh, Doomsday Bunker timeshares. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about cops. Robbers and moldy bread. I like the moldy bread. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if uh, folks want links uh, to uh, that kind of deep dive on Signal um, mm-hmm. and uh, or to any of, the, any of the recommendations that I made um, at the top of the show, what website should they go visit? Yeah, they want to go to dgshow.org. So D's and Dave, G's and Gunner, show.org. Nice. And, uh, you know, I have to compliment you this week on the, on the cutting room floor topics because um, – mm-hmm. They were mostly not disturbing. 
Mostly. <laughs> two out of three. Well, I mean, which one? One is is one is more of a palate cleanser. The other two are disturbing. The one is really disturbing. But yeah. Okay. And you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so let's let's go through them. Go go ahead. Okay. All right. So um, the first is uh, you know, people people set up, set up these uh these AI they apply AI to like inane things uh, with hilarious results, and so mm-hmm. uh, this, some of these folks have uh, have trained an AI to generate um, kind of uh seventies uh mm-hmm. dinner recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like all the marshmallows and Jello right. salad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite was a uh, stuffed heart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, well, it's the ingredients or what? what yeah. The, yeah. The ingredients of the stuffed heart: uh, heart, skin, bones, shell, toasted olive, marinade. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. It's yeah. plausible. It's plausible. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the, that was pretty great. And then, um, uh, and actually, the palate cleanser. I think that 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 you were thinking about was the uh yeah. was the guy covering uh Smash Mouth's hit All Star. Um mm-hmm. but uh done entirely on melons. Yep, and through melons. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, as as wind instruments. That's right. Uh which is uh which is what you want to see right before you see this YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Uh which is a man sitting in a corner, smiling straight into the camera for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is kind of one of those things where it starts off weird and then it gets funny and then starts feeling weird again and then gets funny again. I think is how I think is how it goes. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like, yeah, have you ever been on those really long video conferences where like you'd love to just like pipe this video into the, uh, <laughs> into it, right? You know, totally. And and it's like I it's like eight hours. Yeah, that's the he has to be moving around or pausing it or something. But it's like. Yeah, it's an eight-hour YouTube video, and it's a guy just sitting there smiling, uh, doing like I guess a mindfulness sort of exercise and everything. But uh, you know, the other use I, I would think is that you know how people have these like uh, um, it used to be popular the digital picture frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, where you get the SD card with the photos and it would cycle through them. Wouldn't it be great to have like you throw a party or something, and then you know you have your music playing and everything, and then you on your TV. You play this video. And just, <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> you know, it's a nice conversation piece. You know, and and it would look like a oh, it's a still image, but no, it's actually the guy's blinking and breathing and smiling at me and not disturbing at all. I... <laughs> Remind me not to go to any of your parties, Dave. <laughs> Even the, the key signing ones. If it was yeah, a key that's signing right. Party, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, that's why people. Yeah. That's. Yeah, they love my key signing parties. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So we so we have mail. Yeah, viewer mail. Yes. Um, so uh, Linda Yates, uh, th- she has reached back into the uh, vault and where it was episode sixty seven from two thousand fourteen. She found a dead link. Uh, she that she uh, gave us feedback on. Amazing. Yeah. So it was. Remember when we were talking about the. Uh, speaking of secure messaging, the EFF secure messaging card, uh, she said that the it's out of date and seems to have been removed. Um, but her colleague Josh uh, did an evaluation of uh, recently of cr- encrypted messaging apps um, to help people make the right choice and, and provided us with the link. Um, so 
Um, thank you, Lydia. And and uh, uh, we made the change. We made the errata and uh, posting the update here. So thank you, Lydia. Yeah, thank you, Lydia. And uh, and I and I think we're all about customer service over here. So happy to happy to go fix dead links. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yep. Great. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah, the other thing it's like I was reading this article about um, like you you know how like prepper you know preppers and and prepping is is like there's there. I don't want to say it's a popular thing now, but there are like, I guess, what is it? Discovery channel shows, reality shows about it of, you know, these doomsday preppers. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, so the, it'll be like a whole reality show of, of, you know, some family doing, making like a, a seed bank and, um, uh, you know, bomb shelter and all this stuff. And, um, and, you know, so it's, it's turned into a whole thing, but um, there's an article that I saw that, there's a, a thing called, um, it, well, it's the Fortitude Ranch, and it's a part of a chain of properties with a business model uh, akin to a prepper's country club or doomsday timeshare. Huh. Yes. Yeah. So imagine, and I, I have, uh, you could click on it and see the pictures, but um, it, if you take a look at it, it looks like a, I don't know, an apartment building, but instead of it being going up, it, it goes down into the ground and you have like condos and you, you have like the basic and the deluxe and things like that. Um, which, you know, part of it is like no surprise where you could have your own doomsday bunker, but this is actually like, like a, an apartment building. Right. And then, but the other thing is that they're actually, instead of like making, um, you know, prepping only a, a toy for the extremely wealthy, um, as, it is, I guess. And this, they're, this Fortitude Ranch, they're out to capture the uh, middle-class market. And the way they want to do that is that they're coming up with a timeshare concept. So instead of buying the apartment in the doomsday bunker, um, you actually get a timeshare where if you provide an annual fee of $1,000 per person, uh, members receive 10 days lodging at the ranch location of their choice every year. Okay, it's presumably they've got several of these kind of apartment silos buried in the ground mm -hmm. all over the country, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the the other interesting thing that if you peel it back a little bit more is that the way you pay for it is with uh, a cryptocurrency called uh, Fortitude. You know, for, <laughs> Fortitude Ranch. So this is a Fortitude cryptocurrency membership token that, you know, you buy the cryptocurrency token and then use that to pay for your lodging. Right. Of course, right? Because you need a because you can't rely on a, a strong central government in the end times. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Good. Good. Good branding. Yeah. You know? That's right. And uh, I'm noticing though that your annual fee of a thousand dollars per person that entitles you to ten days lodging, um, but does not necessarily entitle you to a seat uh, in the event that we actually need to employ this. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's the flaw that I, I'm starting to smell as I'm reading the article. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so if you want to visit it, you can pay a thousand dollars for you know hundred bucks a night. I guess that's fine. Um, non prime, non prime. Uh, yeah. When it's not in season. Yeah. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But I. Yeah. But I wonder, like, okay, but what is it going to take to uh, to actually occupy this thing uh, when when the event when the event finally arrives, right? Um, right. And uh, I don't, especially as a private facility, like I've seen enough doomsday movies to know that uh, people people want to fight to get into those to get into mm -hmm. those silos. You know what I mean? Like, 
do you have to be there with the hoi polloi, uh, elbowing your way on, into the uh, into the silo, or do you, is there like VIP access? Or mm-hmm. I would like some consideration for for paying them a thousand dollars in cryptocurrency a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's where yeah, because the, the whole thing about um, timeshares is is making inefficiencies efficient, right? Because right. not everybody is going to be on vacation at the same time all year long. Using so instead of having, yeah, right. Instead of having a, a you know a beachside condo unoccupied for fifty weeks of the year, except for the two weeks you're down there, you know you could rent it out. Um, but I would think during a doomsday scenario, um, access is one of probably one of the selling points. <laughs> right, right. And I'm also wondering, uh, it's a little bit like signing up for a cruise, but there's no portholes, and you never get off right. the boat. <laughs> like, yes. Like, I feel yes. like the novelty would wear off pretty quick. Or, or don't leave the place, heaven forbid, or some, somebody outside will swap places with you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 well, I appreciate the ingenuity. I think uh, I'm looking mm-hmm. at the schematic here, and this, this looks very well thought out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful drawing. Yeah. Right, <laughs> That's great. Uh, this reminds me of um, uh, a YouTube channel that I've been enjoying uh, more than I should, uh, which is uh, uh, Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info. Uh, mm-hmm. So here's this guy, presumably born in nineteen eighty nine, um, and all he does is review MREs, meals ready mm-hmm. to eat. Uh, so he reviews the uh, all the different ones that the U.S. military makes, um, the civilian ones that the UN makes for refugees. Um, mm-hmm. He even goes back in the back in history, and so he'll he. he I, there's videos of him opening up like World War II sea uh, rations and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the guy, uh, the topic is like, okay, interesting. Uh, but mm-hmm. the delivery is what everybody comes for. This guy is mm. just the smoothest, most soothing uh, voiceover as he's opening mm-hmm. up these, as he's opening up these rations. Uh, somebody described him as the Bob Ross of MRE review videos. So yeah. uh, uh, anyway, so I, if you're going to, if you're going to join, um, the uh, Fortitude Ranch. I recommend mm-hmm. laying down your thousand bucks. Go spend some time on this uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you mm-hmm. uh, make sure you've chosen the correct MREs to bring with you, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and and you'll be all set. No, that's that's the complete package, right? <laughs> and, yeah, and it, you can imagine it could have like a fantasy camp where you get to meet the guy in in the bunker. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's. I guess it's not for the shock value of like let's watch this guy eat like fifty year old sausages or or is it oh no 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 yeah, yeah no it's it's the, he is a genuine mre enthusiast um okay. yeah there's no, yeah there's it's not shock value at all he is a um okay. he's a librarian of historic uh, of mres yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay all right all right yeah all right well now let's let's talk about uh crime okay i'm ready all right so yeah so let's see this was in uh Riverside, California, mm-hmm. um, there was a guy that, um, uh, you know how like, you, uh, you go, you go, uh, I guess they had, uh, the festival of lights in downtown Riverside. Mm-hmm. And this is in, uh, December of last year. And like, you know, you go to these like events, right. Where you, you'll have like the funnel cakes and all the face painting and things like that. And you'll have the a caricature stand, mm-hmm. right. Where, you know, you sit down, you have your caricature drawn, you, you give the person money, and you walk away with a really nice caricature of yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this guy sat down. He had his caricature drawn. Um, and as soon as it was done, he grabbed uh, the money bag 
from the artist and then ran off. (laughs) But he left the caricature behind. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah. So if anybody wants to see the picture or know this person, um, you you could go and click on the link in the show notes and uh, contact uh, Jeff Putnam, uh, uh, Detective Jeff Putnam. Um, at the uh, at the police department, and uh, he'll he'll be happy to uh, uh, bring this person to justice. <laughs> and it's a great caricature too. It is great. It is great. It's a shame he didn't pay for it because I feel like he would really appreciate it in his house. But now he'll pay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But it's the thing I like is the circles, the blue circles coming emanating from his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's great. I wish mine did that. My head. <laughs> so yeah, it's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So we got some more crime for you. All right. And and then also the police's reaction to it. So let's 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 get I want to get your take on this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we always see the uh, cop movies, right? Whether it's the wire a TV show or, or all these other ones where, you know, the police get so they get a warrant for uh, a, a person's car at like to put a GPS tracker on it, right? Mm-hmm. So then they're they're real slick and then they sneak by the car and stick it under the fender, you know, magnetize or whatever. And the, the, the suspect drives around, they're able to track them. Right. And so in this case, um, the suspect, so this is uh Warwick County in uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, uh, a drug dealer, uh, suspect, uh, the suspected of selling meth amphetamines. And, um, it wound up that the police, they suspected him. They got a warrant to get the GPS device put the GPS device on the suspect's car and a week into it, um, the, uh, the, they lost the signal of the GPS. Okay. Okay. So then, um, they got, then the police got a, uh, a search warrant for the suspect's house because they suspected him of stealing the GPS device. <laughs> uh-huh he got uh-huh so he got the warrant the police uh they busted into his house they found all kind of drugs paraphernalia methamphetamine they found the uh tracking device so they did find it and so they charged him with both drug dealing and the theft of the gps device <laughs> okay so yeah, you could be Perry Mason here and try to poke holes in, in the case here, and let's let's see if you can do it. Right. But the legal the legal team uh, argued uh, uh, for the defendant said that the search had been illegal because the police didn't have probable cause to believe that their client had committed the theft. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that you know, hey, the the device could have fallen off the car or uh, by accident or simply malfunctioned, mm-hmm. and you know, even if he removed the device from the vehicle, he couldn't have known that it belonged to the government. And it wasn't exactly labeled, you know, property of the Warwick County Sheriff's Office. Mm-hmm. And so it's not clear that taking an unwanted device off of your car is theft, even if you know who it belongs to. Right. Me- yeah. Meanwhile, the, the, the lawyer for the prosecution for the government said that it wouldn't be theft to remove a tracking device put there by a private party. But he argued that things are different when the government has a warrant to use a tracking device. Okay. And by removing it and preventing tracking, uh, the suspect was depriving the government the use of its property. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so so you, you go all Judge Wapner on this. What, what, I just, you, this is like, yeah. I, I don't know what the legal equivalent of a slow clap is, but that's yeah. like, it's the, uh, I, so I, I'm not, obviously not a lawyer, not, not a judge. It doesn't seem like these guys are lawyers either. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just seems like it, it doesn't pass the laugh test, you know, <laughs> like, and, uh, Judges are not famous for their sense of humor about stuff like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't get points for creativity in the argument, as far as mm-hmm. I know. Um, I mean, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised they even got. I, I'm surprised that the judge even gave them a warrant on those on those grounds. Right? That seems that seems ridiculous. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I also wonder too. Um, why they were able to get, why they were able to get a warrant for the GPS on his car, but not a warrant to search his house. Mm-hmm. It seems like, right. To it begin seems with. Like, yeah. It seems like the same evidence should entitle you to do both things. Right. Um, well, it wasn't, it was the theft. I think the warrant was for the theft. Right. But I think the original warrant that allowed them to put the tracker on his car, I don't know what right. the, I don't know what the corroborating evidence was, but like, or not corroborating, but I don't know what the, uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know what the, uh, the probable cause was for the mm-hmm. uh, for the tracking warrant, but it seems like the tracking warrant they should have also asked to search his house on whatever the yep. predicate was. Um, but anyway, I, <laughs> I I this sounds like uh, the prosecutors just uh, I don't know. Let's try it. Let's see if this works. <laughs> and, yeah. and like right. and the defense attorneys trying to like giving a very sensible argument. Like, listen, I. <laughs> Like I am entitled to take stuff I don't want off my car, and just because it belongs mm-hmm. to the government, uh, like shouldn't make a difference. Um, and, and yeah, and it wasn't labeled. Either. And it, yeah, it wasn't labeled. Um, it it seems like I don't know if I'm uh, as an untrained judge in these matters. Uh, it seems like I'm definitely on the uh, on the side of the defendant. I mean, this uh, allowing mm-hmm. this kind of uh, like jiggery pokery with the uh, uh, with the uh, Allowing this kind of jiggery pokery with uh, with with the definition of theft um, seems like it has will will have bad uh, second order result uh, consequences. That, that's mm-hmm. my guess. Yeah, this is yeah. good. This doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, and and the other part too is that the lawyer for the government acknowledged that it wouldn't be theft to remove a tracking device put there by a private party. Right. And what what makes the government so special? And how do you know it's the government? Or you know, even if I go to you know and I see. A tracking device that says property of FBI. Oh, I, now I shouldn't remove it. I should just keep on driving <laughs> around, you know. Or, and then also what, what happens if, you know, uh, if if it is a crime for the government to do it but not a crime, uh, you know, it's like can I just – can uh, John Q. Public buy the tracking device, write property of FBI on it. That's right. So it, nobody takes it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um yeah, this is <laughs> this is. I think we. I think you and I can both agree. the The government is making a dumb argument here. Uh, this yes. is this is not the way to solve this problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Case closed. All right. All right. Yeah, and th- and this was pretty popular going around the internet. Did Did you see the uh, smartphone traffic jam? I did. I did. So this guy takes uh, ninety nine cell phones, mm-hmm. hooks them all up to Google Maps, and then slow walks them. Past a Google office, right? Yeah, in a wagon. In a, yeah, like in a, a little, little like red, red rider wagon. wagon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. 
And Google Maps then sees, oh, there's 100 cars on this street. That is a traffic jam. And so mm-hmm. uh, Jeb basically generates a, a virtual traffic jam in, in Google Maps, which is enormously clever. It's great. Yeah. And it it shows the like what could happen from like, okay, is this – my question is what did, what did we learn from this? What did Google learn from this um, in terms of like can this be an attack vector for a hacker or like say like a state actor that wants to like cause – a problem, right? Like imagine yeah. your, your Tom Clancy script, right? Where yeah. um, I want to do something really bad and I can, you know, even on a nation state status, get like thousands of cell phones and then put them in like downtown DC and turn them all on at the same time with Google maps or, you know, with traffic. Right. And, you know, that could cause all kind of chaos, especially if then somebody yells, you know, fire in a crowded theater, you know, metaphorically and mm-hmm. creates a panic. Right. Yeah. Um, that, oh, that's right. I was also reminded of, uh, you know, these, uh, these neighborhoods who don't like Google or Waze uh, routing traffic through their neighborhood. And so yeah. they report um, non-existent accidents on the street um, mm-hmm. so that, uh, so that Waze will, will route, route around them. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was thinking about the same thing. Although it seems like that's an awful lot of work to create a traffic jam, you know what I mean? When you could, it's probably cheaper just to go report a traffic jam on Waze. Um, Mm -hmm. And and then I was thinking, okay, if if I was the product manager at Google Maps, how would I avoid something like this? Well, my guess is uh, 99, all 99 of these smartphones were probably logged in on this dude's Gmail address. Um, Yeah, possibly. And uh, if if Google Maps suddenly sees the same Gmail address attached to 100 devices, all of which are in the same place, you know, mm-hmm. well, let's go ahead and discount that. Let's go ahead and uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, treat that as an outlier and uh, and mm-hmm. not use it to start making uh, traffic decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, even the 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 guy could create ninety nine different accounts too because it doesn't really cost anything. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It, it, you're right. It doesn't really cost anything. Um, although this guy, it's important to mention too that this guy was uh, this guy's an artist, so this was like, yeah, right. This is like a yeah. He was making a, a statement. Yeah, right. Yeah, he wasn't trying to be bad, but it was fascinating to to see, and it was, and especially with the the video where you see him pulling a wagon, and then you see the Google Map. You know, it was like a, <laughs> a multi frame sort of uh, video where you could see it all all happening, and you see it almost looks like um, was it that game uh, Snake? Yeah. That you know where you see the tail going around and everything, so it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And uh, I did have I did have another thought is that um, uh, this is another good argument for um, uh, being very careful about autonomous vehicles um, because yes. this is because when you have humans involved, people can see like, well, wait a minute, there's, there's not a traffic jam here. This you know, this is bad data or whatever. They can make intelligent choices. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whereas a robot car would treat this as uh, as true information, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or could, or ways today. Yeah. Or Google Maps today. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but fun. What a, what a fun experiment. Complex systems, they're brittle. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but like you said, the you know, the people routing through neighborhoods and everything, you could just put like, you know, you know, when we were talking before about the guinea pig with the hot dog duct tape to it, you could just also <laughs> duct tape a, a cell phone to it and let it roam around up and down the street or something. Yeah. Like yeah. train it, right? That's right. Oh, like an army of rats, all with yes. cell phones attached to them. So, uh, yeah, 
That's how. Yeah, I do that's it. something. That's that's like a DC movie <laughs> plot, right? That's it's right. like Joker two. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll cause chaos by duct taping cell phones to rats and setting them <laughs> loose in the, in the New York uh, subway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. Yep, makes sense. I'd I'd watch that movie. All right. So let's let's close out on hygiene because I I know you know this is a thing that has been and I we probably talked about it before is like you know with the coronavirus running around and and even before that it's like I I go to the airport and you know people are in, men are in the bathroom they they don't wash their hands it's just like oh it's like the absolute worst place in the world that you don't want to uh, wash your hands yep. right it, yep. it's just you know what all kind of stuff from you know the nexus point of of people from all over the world sharing all their germs and everything. And, uh, you know, and so this is a thing that I would love to see the airports hang up in the restrooms. Uh, but um, there is an elementary school uh, science or a behavioral specialist. Uh, she works with uh, people with autism, mm -hmm. uh, students, uh, kindergarten through sixth grade. And um, they did an experiment um, and, and called How Clean Are Your Hands?, and so what they did was that they got uh, like five Ziploc bags, they got uh, five slices of, of white bread, mm -hmm. and um, then they put them in each of the bags. And, and in uh, so five bags, five pieces of bread. The first one is the control, right? So it's untouched and just right in the bag, sealed up, mm -hmm. right? The next one is, okay, I'm going to touch the piece of bread with dirty hands. Then I'm going to stick it in the bag. Mm -hmm. Then the next one is I'm going to wash my hands with soap and water, and I'm going to put it in the bag. Okay. Then the next one is I'm going to uh, uh, use hand sanitizer and then touch a piece of bread, put it in the bag. And then the last one, I'm going to wipe it all over the, the school's Chromebooks and then stick it in the bag. <laughs> so so tell, go through the results. Um, I'll, I'll let you do that. So, uh, <laughs> so the winner – "Quote unquote winner of the of this contest is definitely the uh, the wiped on Chromebooks, which is um, completely covered in this gray black mold. It's disgusting. Like mm -hmm. it is uh, definitely <laughs> definitely sobering. Um, dirty hands obviously did not do great. Surprisingly, hand sanitizer uh, mm -hmm. did actually have some evidence of mold um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on it, and I wonder if that was a uh, methodological problem. Uh, and then." Um, uh, both the the fresh and untouched and soap and water were basically the same. Uh, they mm -hmm. were there was no mold had grown on them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I wonder the hand sanitizer. Maybe they were rushed and get all, didn't get all the coverage. But yeah, like to me, this is like great for um, you know Soren to do for uh, science fair, right? Oh, yeah. And and uh, like to me, this is way better than the the baking soda volcano thing. Um, for sure. You yeah. know. But but again, it's like that. This needs to be all over the place in in the the restrooms and airports to like give people the wake up call. It's like yuck. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Is there, are you as filthy as a Chromebook? That's a that's yes. A yeah. Right. That's yeah. Right. Here, hold my Chromebook. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I'm gonna go wash all of my screens now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. For right. Sure. All right, Dave. Well, if uh, if folks want links uh, to this uh, this moldy bread experiment, mm -hmm. um, or to this caricature, which is hilarious, which is hilarious, uh, what uh, what website should they go visit? Or an invitation to our uh, key signing party. <laughs> yeah, so they should go to uh, dgshow.org. So D's and Dave, G's and Gunner, show.org. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone.
Yep, bye.